0: Welcome to Fear and Greed, the week ahead. I'm Sean O'Elmer and as always, I'm joined by economist Stephen Kukoulas. You'll find him at thekuk.com, T-H-E-K-O-U-K.com and on Twitter using the handle cook Stephen, good morning. And a very good morning and what's an exciting week ahead for us. It is such an exciting week. We just have to mention a couple of things from last week before we let you go on this week. Two things I want to talk about. The CPI data that came out, the monthly inflation data that came out, and what the US Fed Chair Jerome Powell said. So let's start with the inflation data.
1: Yeah, this is the, uh, I think the Bureau of Stats are still referring to it as the experimental inflation numbers, because it's monthly. And they've put a whole lot of caveats in that it only includes about 70% of the items that are in the normal quarterly inflation basket. So there are a few words of caution in interpreting these numbers. And for this one in particular, it does not include a lot of the increase in energy prices. They'll come in the December data and therefore in the December quarter. But but for the month of October, it came in well below market expectations. The annual increase eased from 7.3% in September 6.9% 6.9% in October the market was actually looking for that to increase to about 7.5%. So it gave a little bit of confidence to those thinking that the RBA is near the end of the hiking cycle, a little bit of confidence to those thinking that yeah maybe we're looking for inflation to sort of top out around about now without picking the exact month, but certainly through through 2023 we're seeing lower inflation and on the back of that the bond market rallied like crazy and that gave it a little bit of a an extra boost to the stock market as well.
0: Okay. And what about Jerome Powell, the US Federal Reserve Chair? He was kind of a little less hawkish than he's been.
1: Yes. And that fueled the market as well. So there there was an acknowledgement too, because the data flow generally last week in the US was on the soft side. And that sort of again sparked, I guess, a reality check from Jerome Powell, the, the chairperson of the Fed, who sort of noted that the uh, rate hike in the middle of December, their their next meeting, will be a more moderate one. That they're going to be scaling back from the seventy five basis points. And while current thinking still got effectively a fifty point uh, rate hike priced in, there is some thinking out there that you know if the economy continues to show signs of softening, if the next U.S. inflation number uh comes out lower than expected then you know like we're discussing here in australia the u.s could be well first of all scaling back the orders of magnitude of the rate hikes and similarly getting closer to that top out in uh in official interest rates
0: okay so let's get on to this week surely you are looking forward to the next few days stephen The
1: next few days are going to be a
0: dream, a dream. (laughs) (laughs) Where do we start? Maybe we'll go in, uh, well, let's start with
1: rates. That's tomorrow. Tomorrow the RBA meets. It's the December board meeting, the last meeting for the year, obviously. And the other thing to note that they do not meet in January, so the last meeting until February. And look, I think, well, we had the RBA governor with his apology last week saying that he apologized if people took his guidance from late last year that rates are on hold until 2024 and if they leveraged up on the back of that he apologized so that was a curious thing to begin with but then he also didn't apologize for the fact that you know he needed to hike interest rates so here we are at the board meeting tomorrow and yeah we've had a run of i won't call it weak numbers but softish numbers coming through too that the you know retail sales in october were down a bit the building approvals numbers were down a bit consumer sentiment remains weak house prices are still edging lower so we had a we've had a run of numbers that suggest to me that the rba could well be uh, delivering one more hike tomorrow probably 25 basis points, although I've, I've got at the back of my mind they might go 15 and get it to a nice round 3.0% rather than 3.1%. Maybe that's just me being a bit silly. But, um, you know, But the, they're probably going to be delivering this rate hike because they know they're not meeting in January. And, you know, we'll, we'll then probably see them take a step back, see the effect of this cumulative, you know, 290, 300 basis points of rate hikes. And uh, that might just might be the peak in the cash rate here.
0: It'll be interesting. I mean, we can't tell now. We have to wait for a year or two. But really, the Reserve Bank stuffed up the communication at least last year and really early into this year. And Philip Lowe said as much last week when he apologized. But they have also kind of gone softer on rates before the US did and certainly before the New Zealand Central Bank did, the Reserve Bank of New Zealand. We may look back at this saying, well, they kind of knew that the the economy was softening earlier than others. Indeed,
1: and, and while you know, everybody knows, including Dr. Lowe himself, that he made an error late last year, that, that that was that was a mistake in in no uncertain terms. But we all learn from our mistakes, or hopefully we do. And, and you're quite right to point out the fact that, you know clearly in the last two RBA meetings, they've only gone 25 and 25. When the Feds still gone 75 and 75, and the NZ RBNZ's gone like crazy. There, they've got a cash rate at four and a half percent now. That Lowe's been a lot more sort of cautious with the rate hiking cycle. And one of the things that, you know, when he was talking about the economy rather than apologising last week, he did note that the global risks are clearly to the downside. The US is at a high risk of recession. So is the Eurozone, the UK, Canada. China is still grappling with its COVID lockdowns. And, you know, the, the world outlook for the first half of 2023 anyway is not, not a rosy one. And, you know, he doesn't want to have his fingerprints now on overhiking hiking too late in the cycle and causing Australia to have a recession when the rest of the world's clearly slowing down. So I think that that lesson if you like coming from the the stuff up from late last year is something that will probably be in the back of his mind which is why you know tomorrow's RBA meeting you know while it probably will be delivering a you know a moderate or a modest rate hike will probably have a lot of words and what what he actually says in the press release will be interesting and, and the words around you know we've done enough we're getting close to the turning point in in the economy. Slower growth equals lower inflation. Worse to that effect, I think, will be the ones that we economists are going to be analysing.
0: Okay, we also get uh,
1: economic growth figures out this week. GDP, yes. Uh, on uh, Wednesday, we get the September quarter GDP result. We've got a lot of the building blocks uh, to that already with retail sales and, and the like. Uh, the CapEx numbers, which came out last week too, which were slightly disappointing as well. So uh, I think the current consensus is for a quarter-on-quarter increase Uh, Of around about 0.8, maybe 0.9%. So not bad, not great, but really just reflecting, I guess, the early stages of the rate hike. And of course, the September quarter. Uh, numbers would not really incorporate you know, much effect from the rate hikes. A lot of them actually occurred in the September quarter and since. But we, you know, we know that consumer spending is slowing. We know that CapEx is sort of muddling along. Interestingly, net exports are probably going to be weak. The volumes of imports was very strong. Government demand probably just adding a little bit to GDP. So you get this sort of scenario where you know, the economy is growing. You know, we're not you know, we're still a long way from recession. But the rate of growth just isn't, isn't super strong at this stage.
0: Stephen, have a great week. Thank you, Sean. You too. That was economist Stephen Kukulis, better known as The Kook. You can find him at thekook.com and follow him on Twitter using the handle The Kook. I'm Sean Aylmer, and this is Fear and Greed, the week ahead.